You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. On this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to talk about procrastination. I was going to put that off till next week, but (laughs) but why wait? But I'm (laughs) bum. We'll be right there. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? It is David Wright. We are here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening in. Those of you who are live on Facebook, thanks for watching there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of fun. I, I popped into uh, to, to Matt's other podcast, Animal uh, Animal Talk. Animal Radio. Talk. Yeah, Animal yes, Talk. Animal yeah. Talk yesterday. Um, long story short, my dog bit me a couple weeks ago. I told Matt this story, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, it was my fault. I, I challenged him when I should not have. And uh, but he's guarding paper, yeah, tissue paper, yeah, it's, paper it's, towel. It's, it's, it's tissue and paper towel. Everything else. I mean, you could take food right out of his mouth, and he's totally cool with it. It's just these certain things he gets fixed on. Mm-hmm. And, and those of you who know me and have, have met my dog Pippin, you would think, no way. I'm like, oh no. He, he turns into a, he turns into a different dog. Like, like he, he turns evil <laughs> when he gets a tissue or paper towel. He's an eight year old golden doodle, right? Yeah, he is. I'm sure he's a beautiful dog. Oh no. He's so, he's very cute. Yeah. 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 But all, all dogs have quirk, have, well, yeah, have a little but, bit of quirkiness that, to them. That, that there's this flip in his mind. The, the fuck are you <laughs> yeah. doing? My That's what I say to him. It's my and, paper. And, uh, so anyway, I, I, reason I brought that up is because I was watching guys live on Facebook mm-hmm. when I had a little break yesterday evening. And, mm-hmm. and, um, so yeah, those of you watching live on Facebook, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks. We are here at the Northville Podcast Detroit, Northville Studios. Yes. We're still uh, in Northville, right? We are still in Northville. Right. I made least, it. At least for right now, because, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of nasty out there, too. So it, it was a little a little challenging to get in today, but but it, it kind of cleared up, actually, the closer I got here, mm-hmm. which is which is good. That's the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. 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 So um, so it is the podcast Detroit Northville Studios. I yeah. do mess that up. No, I don't mess that up often. No, not at we'll all. Do it live. <laughs> do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't mess that up very often. So um, let me tell you where you can find me. Not enough messing around. Uh, my website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find the podcast page and my store and all kinds of other cool stuff. Uh, my social media, Facebook and YouTube is Motor City Hypnotist. Twitter and Instagram are both Motor City Hypno. And I am also on Patreon. Patreon is a creator site where... Uh, Listeners can can uh, donate money each month and and get free stuff mm-hmm. like this coffee mug. I'm going to hold it carefully because there's actually liquid in here. Yeah, to your um, right there, camera to your right, man. <laughs> right here. <laughs> there, there you go. go. See you there. There it is. I got to be careful. I, I usually just pick it up with no liquid in there, but mm-hmm. I won't say what's in it. Uh, coffee. 
That's because it's a coffee mug, and I use coffee in quotations. Well, you can use anything in a coffee mug. <laughs> this is what I'm doing right now. What what Zoom? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You know, one of the nice, neat things about you going live on Facebook is that your listeners and, and the folks that follow your Facebook page, they can actually pop in and say hi. Oh, absolutely. And, yes. If, and if you are watching live, yeah. pop in and say something because yeah. uh, Matt will see it and I'll see it. Yep. And um, yeah. Vicky, Vicky Ruspka. Oh, that's hi. my sister. Yeah. She says, Vicky. hi, Dave. Vicky's tuning in. That's my sis. That's my big sis. All right. <laughs> yes, that's my oldest sister. Thanks for watching. All righty, Vicky. Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so again, Patreon is where you can find me. You can donate to the show and get cool free stuff like I just showed. Mm -hmm. um, on every episode, I give away my free hypnosis guide. And also, I'm, I'm going to start pushing this as well. Um, I started a Facebook group for it's – not, it's not really just for listeners of the podcast, but for people connect to me, to connect to me. Um, it's called Empower Your Mind for Success. Mm. And this group is relating to another project that I'm working on, which is going to be an online course at some point in the not too distant future. Um, so if you're interested in that, I'm, I'll leave the link to that group as well. And on that group, we just provide information related to empowering your mind for success. Maybe you're a small business owner. Maybe, maybe you're like my buddy, Don, who was on a few episodes ago and, and is just kind of tired of the corporate gig. And, and you, you just really have a passion for something. Um, maybe you, you want to start your own online course or or something something that that you're really passionate about and his uh, his passion was tequila it was tequila yes and it is tequila it is tequila <laughs> and and i and i just i watched their he had a live uh he did a facebook live yesterday and just checked in with him so they're 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 just expanding into florida now too even so uh that they're doing very well so yeah go back and listen to that one that that one's easy to find just look for the uh, tequila in the title of the episode and you'll see my interview with my buddy don and uh the other thing that i'm going to give away uh is a free uh hypnosis for confidence mp3 and you'll find that in the show notes as well hmm. So this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. Again, that's bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic. Take a look there. It's a really cool program. I have some automated, uh, uh, birthday set up so that stuff just gets sent automatically. I don't, I set it up the at one time and, um, my list gets a card and a little gift and, uh, it's kind of automatic. It's kind of nice. Cause, um, sometimes I'm not very good. Well, I wouldn't say I'm not bad with dates, but, but sometimes you get busy and things overwhelm you. And, um, so take a look. That's a pretty cool thing. And that will be in the notes also. It is time for our winner of the week. Oh, right. How winning is done. All right. This this story comes from Utah. Uh, Ooh, I don't know anything about Utah. One I've my, never been to Utah. It's one of my favorite places to actually ski in the wintertime. For real? Yeah. Yeah. There's a few I, places out there I've been. Yeah. I've, I've never been to Utah. That's one of the I, – I, I'm sure I've not been to other states, but yeah, never been to Utah. 
Um, so this story is about a marathon runner. So a Utah marathoner who began limping from pain early on in a recent race was able to finish with the help. And this sounds funny when I read it, but but follow. I'll, I'll get to the, get the, deta- the details. Sure. Was able to finish with the help of a prisoner on work release. <laughs> in a okay. Facebook post, a group group in a Facebook post to a group for runners, Carrie Kelly said she had run just the first few miles of the Beaver Creek Marathon south of Salt Lake City on October 3rd, hmm. when various injuries caught up to her, leaving her limping in pain. Oh, poor girl. Wow, she's on a few miles, and you have 23 miles to go. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a tough That one. That becomes a real marathon. Yes. Carrie Kelly crosses the finish line of the Beaver Creek Marathon in Utah with the help of Fidel Yabara. Um, this is her quote. The lovely Fidel saw that I needed help and came to run by my side for the remainder of the race, she wrote, referring to Fidel, who was among prisoners on a work release helping with the operations for the marathon. Hmm. During this 22 miles, we talked, encouraged each other through the hot sun and crazy steep canyon and joked with sheriffs, Kelly wrote. Without his help, I wouldn't have been able to finish. Um he stated, I'm not sure why I began running with her, but I think maybe I saw a little bit of myself and other inmates in the situation. Mm. We are normally left at the back and left to our own devices. Okay. Which is very, it's kind of insightful for, for you know, an, an, a prisoner to say that, yeah. that uh, kind of related to it. Mm-hmm. And the story goes on. I'll leave a link to the story in the show notes, but definitely a cool thing. I mean, this, this guy's just out on work release. He's working this marathon sees this woman having difficulty and then runs the last 22 miles with her just, just to help her to finish. So that is why Fidel Yabara, and I'm probably butchering the name. That's all right. Is our winner of the week. I hope you can hear fun. Right. That's how winning is done. Dave, let me ask you the question. Yes. Have you ever ran a 5k or trained for anything like a long race? I, in my younger days, I no, I, I never, I never did anything over a five k. I, I ran cross country in high school, mm-hmm. and I ran a little bit after that, mm-hmm. but but I never, as an adult, I never really took it up. Okay, so no, I I know it is a it is a it's a grueling training to train it, for a marathon. It is. What are you waiting for? <sighs> I'm procrastinating. Oh, ah, there we go. Great segue, Matt. <laughs> That's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> great segue. So we are we are talking about procrastination today, and and Matt had a great lead in with that um, procrastination, and this relates a lot to to the couple of episodes we did not not far back regarding motivation. Um, so procrastination, we all kind of know what it is, and and I guess the 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 written definition is the trouble persuading yourself to do the things you should do or would like to do Mm -hmm. and 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 either one things you'd like to do or things that you should do when you procrastinate instead of working on important meaningful tasks you find yourself perform performing trivial activities Mm, okay and and i didn't know this when i was doing research on this the word procrastination comes from procrastinus it's the latin term which means belonging to tomorrow (laughs) Wow. Yes. Well, don't I, put off today what you could do well, tomorrow, that, right? I, I, and I that's the first time I've, I've ever looked at that or seen that. Mm-hmm. And and 
<gasps> oh, great. Odin's raven. That light bulb goes Yeah, it ding. does. It's like, wow, that's where that comes from. Belonging to tomorrow. So I, I know that, that we all have procrastinated at one time or another. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure I've, I'm sure I've told the stories about being in school and waiting till the night before an exam mm-hmm. or a project or a paper is due and staying up all night to finish it. Mm-hmm. Th- that, I don't know if that's a rite of passage. It's not the ideal way to do it, but I found myself in that situation many times. Paul, well, who, who hasn't? Well, it, and I guess that's the thing that you have to look at is that when you find yourself in a situation like that, you're being forced to do the thing that you should do because mm-hmm. you're out of time. Right. And because you procrastinated, there's a line that you reach where now you don't have a choice anymore. It has to be done. Correct. And in that, I think it was back in the motivation uh, shows that we did a while back, th- there, there was this whole cycle from James Clear, the author, and I don't have his notes in front of me, but it just came to my mind. No, yeah, it was James Clear, but he referenced the Goldilocks principle. Mm. And that's the principle that that the, you do something – no, I'm sorry. I'm off on that. I don't have those notes in front of me. But it was James Clear's vision or his, his uh, theory that you do something when the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. And, and fo- follow what I'm saying there. Mm. When you procrastinate – like for me, the example would be staying, waiting till the last night to study for a final exam. Mm-hmm. At that point, the pain of not doing it became greater than the pain of doing it. Right. Because I, because I had it, it forced me into that. So procrastination does a lot of things. One, it causes you stress and anxiety. Right. Because un- these things un- just un- unwarranted stress and anxiety. Absolutely, that. because yeah. because you're you're putting yourself in the situation, mm-hmm. and. Oh, good for you. <laughs> but you're putting yourself in that bad situation. And, and, and I have clients all the time that say, yeah, I know I should do this, but I, you know, I just, um, I can't, I, I'm just, I don't feel motivated or, you know, I, I, there's, it's, 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 there's, it's easy to rationalize it, mm-hmm. why we don't do things when we're supposed to do them. Fair. So, so the question becomes up, why fight procrastination? And, and I'm going to give you a good thing. Some good reasons of why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote, and it's from, and, I, and I, honestly, when I pulled this quote, I was going to look up the person, Seneca. I don't know if that's a philosopher. I don't know. But the quote is While we waste our time hesitating and postponing, life is slipping away. So that's a pretty strong quote. And I, I apologize. I should have looked that up. That was one of the things I was going to do. Is that S E N E C A? S E N E C A. Seneca the Younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, also known as Seneca the Younger, was a Hispano-Roman Stoic philosopher, Philosopher. statesman, dramatist, mm -hmm. and in one work, satirist. There we go. Yeah, satirist, yeah. So that statement, while we waste our time hesitating and postponing, life is slipping away. Hmm. And think about all of the things that you've put off, and and, and it becomes, and, and typically when we procrastinate and put things off to the last minute, I would say majority of the times it doesn't work quite the way we want it to. Mm-hmm. It might be done. I'll go back to my, my example from college. I could wait till the night before to do a paper. Uh, I'm probably not going to get a great grade on it because I haven't spent the time to make it good. Um, I'm doing it now just to get it done. <laughs> right. Which is not the ideal way to do anything. So recent studies have shown that people regret more the things they haven't done 
than the things they have done. And, and think about that statement again. A lot of this sounds like backwards or counterintuitive, but it says people regret more the things they haven't done than the things they have done. In addition, feelings of regret and guilt resulting from missed opportunities tend to stay with people much longer. I'm going to go back and reference my my buddy Don since he was on. I, and I know I'm using him for a lot of examples, but um, the, his story is kind of an inspiration to me and it should be to a lot of others. Mm-hmm. He could have stayed in that corporate world uh, being miserable. He could have just put that off and said, someday I'm going to do this. And procrastinated and just waited and waited. But mm-hmm. what if his opportunity wasn't there when he decided to do it? Hmm. What if it didn't work? What if 20 years from now, he hasn't done it and said, you know what? I regret not doing this back when I wanted to or right. back when I should have. Right. So, so that it, it, it leads to feelings of regret and guilt. And, and this is what gives people also people dealing with anxiety and stress this can this can lead to those things now i'm not saying if you procrastinate you have to suffer from these things but it's not it's a common result of procrastination true or or they kind of go together I, that that's a better way to put it um, they kind of feed off of each other so when you procrastinate you waste time that you could be investing in something mean, meaningful um, so the question is why do people procrastinate we know if we want to do something or something has to be done, it would be better if we do it when it's supposed to be done and not at the last second. So, so there, a lot of people will come to me, especially clients, and they'll say to me, you know what? I wish I had more willpower. I wish I had more um, uh, motivation to do it, you know, but, but I just don't feel it. And, and, I, and I don't think it's willpower. I, I think this comes back to habits. And we talk a lot about habits and thinking on this show. And, and when you when you get into this habit of procrastination, that just becomes the way you do things. It right. becomes your your uh, that's just what's wired in your mind. That becomes your cadence. Almost. Yes, yeah. it, 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 that's just what it's a mess. yeah. It could be it could be a mess because that's just how you think. Mm-hmm. So so a lot of the things now and I'll look at specifics to look at uh, that may prevent you or or may cause you to procrastinate procrastinate and prevent you from doing things when they should. Decision paralysis is a big one. The fear of making a wrong decision mm. or the fear of doing something wrong. Um, so one of the, one of the big, I think the, the, one of the big draws or one of the big, I, I, I don't want to say fantasy, but one of the big things that people want to achieve is freedom. And when I say freedom, I mean like the freedom to, to, do the things they want to do and and have the money they want to have yeah. and being able to travel if they want to travel. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> I don't think I have any uh, Braveheart. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, you, you, you work so hard to have everything in front of you that you know you're going to need, but what do you need to do to make that happen? Right. So you have right. projects that you want to do, uh, whether it be crafts or job or career, you have things that you want to do, but you get to that point where, I'm not gonna be able to get it done. Yes, and, and and that just kind of just weighs you down. That's that's kind of like once you feel overwhelmed, then you just shut down, right? And then it doesn't get done, and you you're in the exact same spot you were. Mm. I say this to clients all the time: unless you make a change, unless you do something different, you're, nothing is going to change. You know what? Why? Open a podcast studio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or start a podcast. Yeah, or or something. Yeah, you know. 
change it up. Can I try it really quick? Go yeah, for it. try I'll it really go. quick. Yeah. And this goes back to this whole decision paralysis thing that, that if, if you're afraid of doing something wrong and, and, and I'll use something like, you know, doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst thing I could do is it sucks and nobody listens. That's the worst case scenario. It is the worst case scenario, yeah. but you're not failing. Right. But if I did, that's it. Okay. That didn't work. It's right. that it, it doesn't, it doesn't set me back necessarily. Right. Now right. I know I'm not talking about financial investments and things like that. That could, that could adversely affect you. I'm just talking about being able to take steps to make it self-improvement. Almost mentally set mentally, you back. Yes, yes. Yes. Growing mentally. Mm-hmm. Now the, the perception is that with freedom comes happiness. Now, this this is kind of a uh, and follow me on this. Th- that's kind of a fine line, because I think with more freedom, you 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 lose structure of having to do things. Ooh, okay. So let's say you are free, and and I, I use this example for kids because when you're when you're a kid, you know, let's. You, I, Let's be honest. You don't know much when you're, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten. I thought I knew a lot when well, I was seven. Of course, seven, yeah. <laughs> I ain't listening to you yeah. no more. But but at that age, you think to yourself, "Well, I wish I didn't have to do. I wish I didn't have school. I wish I didn't have rules. I wish I didn't have these a bedtime." Mm-hmm. And they think that having no, no structure and no rules, they would be happier. In fact, it's just the opposite because sure. I see teenagers, children, adults, even. Mm. That if they don't have that built-in structure, they find themselves directionless and, and, and they don't feel like they have a purpose and they don't feel like they're accomplishing anything. Wow. So that all kind of plays plays into this decision paralysis, the fear of doing something or or not having the right structure to set up for yourself to do something. Fair. Yeah. So we need to set values as far as our Whatever our values are, you need to set visions. You need to set uh, positive habits. And, and we've talked about that in the show numerous times. It's retraining your brain to make more positive decisions, whether that be self-improvement, whether that be uh, uh, learning, whether whether it be – it could be a hundred things. Right. I'd almost say goals. You know, you want to set yourself mm-hmm. mini goals. So yep. you start hitting that mini goal and then you reach it and then it's going to be a lot easier mentally – you set yourself up for success because you're hitting that goal that you set for yourself. Absolutely. One of the second or the second thing on the list as far as why people procrastinate is they ignore the value of time. Mm. This this gets into a little philosophical area, but but it works. Um, you, you have a, a, a finite number of seconds on this earth. <laughs> yeah. And think about that. Every second that goes by is gone. And you don't know it's how not many coming back. You don't know how many seconds you have left. Exactly, and, and that's and, and I don't want to be morbid or or be negative on this, but, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know. I, I had a I had an old friend of mine that I knew from way back, and she ended up getting. I, I think it was. I know it was cancer. I can't remember if it was colon or if it was go something. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, though, she was only I think forty. 42, wow. 44. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. And that's young. And and I know everybody has probably knows people like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to focus on that, the, the, the negative part of, of death in limited time. But, but this is a fact that we have to look at there. There's only a finite amount of time that you have and how are you going to use it? Right. And, and, and 
And if nothing else, that should motivate you to say, you don't know how much time, as Matt said, you, you don't know how much time there is. Mm-hmm. And, and putting that as, as a, as a motivator for you is going to help. Mm-hmm. Another reason is what people call the lack of self-discipline. Now that one, that one's kind of, that one's kind of a gray one to me because I, I, I would, I would, that would kind of fall into the motivation area for me, but it's self-discipline is setting up structure that you know you will follow. Mm. So it's not it's not just saying, it, and I've used this example before. I'm going to work out someday. I feel like that would that'd be healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, just one day. Yeah, when <laughs> I'm going to work out one day. Okay, or someday. Okay, or, I, or I, here's a better statement. I need to work out. Prove it. Okay. What's yeah? <laughs> so what I need to do is say. Everybody has a phone. People uh-huh. here, you can see it. Put a date in a calendar and say, "This is the day. Mm-hmm. This day at nine a.m. on my calendar yeah. is when I start. Nothing's gonna stop me. That's and, and, <laughs> and, and that's what you stay with is yeah. that date. So, some types of motivate, mot- some types of motivation and goal setting. Sometimes they don't work. Mm. Uh, we've all we've all all heard of the carrot stick. Chasing the carrot. Oh, yeah. Companies use this technique. Yes, they do. All the time. Here's your carrot. Here's your raise. Right. Here's your promotion. Oh, look, you get an incentive. Here's your 401k. Mm-hmm. Here's your company reward yep. or award. Hey, here's a Fitbit. Wear it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> here's your, get an oh, Apple watch. Good for you. Get a Google watch. Hey. Nice. <laughs> and then the next day. Clean up your desk. You're gone. Yep. yep. But that, but that, this, this carrot and the stick thing, it, it, it doesn't work because the, the whole, the whole concept of this is that you're always chasing, mm-hmm. that you never get what you're shooting for. Fair, fair. And if sometimes you get the carrot, then another one is put out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so it's, it, it, sometimes that what we call intrin- extrinsic motivation, being motivated by things outside of yourself. Okay. Again, rewards, awards. Mm-hmm. Um, goal-based motivation. Again, setting goals is important. It's something that you need to achieve if you set them. When, when you reach a goal, like, like say you set a goal to say, okay, I'm going to, let's say marathon. Yeah. That's a good one. We brought that up earlier, Matt. Yeah. Let's say my goal is to run a marathon. I work and work for six, eight months, run the marathon. And when you, when you reach that, that goal, and you achieve it, you, you get this one-time release of dopamine that I've done it. Mm-hmm. Then there's a letdown. Right. What's next? Be- because you've, you've focused on that one goal. You've done it so many times. And it's what they call, the phenomenon is called the hedonic adaptation. It's what, it, and what it's explained as is people get accustomed to their accomplished goals. Ah, Okay. So it doesn't give you the same high. I mean, I hate to use a drug reference. Well, but when it, you get dopamine high, it. yeah, 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 it's the uh, chemicals in your brain that are reacting, right, and the stimulus right. that you get from it. Right? And, and when you consistently reach a goal, it it doesn't give you the same satisfaction. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. So intrinsic motivation is meaning and vision provide a long lasting, satisfying motivation. And this is, this is motivation that comes from within as far as your vision 
what's going to make you feel better or, or um, um, recognize yourself as an individual. So I'm just going to read this really quick just to kind of put it into to kind of a, an understandable statement. When people see the purpose in their actions, particularly when they actually want to perform these actions, it is one of the strongest forms of motivation. It is called the intrinsic journey-based motivation. This type of motivation is based on the concept of having a personal vision. Unlike chasing goals, a personal vision is an expression of something lasting. It's a, it answers the question of how you would most like to spend your time in life. And it focuses on actions, not results. Oh, okay. So in a way, it's kind of altruistic in a way, although it's, it's, it's for yourself, but you're, you're getting satisfaction out of doing it, not the end, the end of it. Hmm or the reward, or the carrot that's always out there. Because you're, you're always eating the carrot. Yeah. Because you don't have to chase the carrot. Right. You just have them. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and then you <laughs> eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get that 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 release, that, that those your brain starts to fire in, in a positive uh, manner. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So you get that high. Pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You get the high. You, you, and when it comes, when, it, when it's a personal vision and it comes from within, it just continues to be satisfying because you, it gives you satisfaction when you do it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to get into is what procrastination is not. Sure. And we're going to lead with that on our next episode. Oh, since nice. we're Since we're, we're um, going to wrap up here. So think about this. Just think about things that for next for next episode, just kind of think, and you don't have to write them down or anything, but think of things that you procrastinate with and, and put them in these terms of, does that fit into goal-based motivation? Is it extrinsic or is it intrinsic motivation? Outside or inside? When you classify those, yes. Okay. Are you doing it because you're forced by something outside? Is it because of a goal you've set or is it because it's something you really feel good about doing and it gives you internal satisfaction? And that's the way to split them up and look at what's going to be most successful for you. I look forward to that. Absolutely. In the meantime, everybody, take a look at the show notes. I get a lot of great stuff in there. There'll be notes on what we've covered today. There'll be links to all of the things that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. And you can also join our Facebook group, Empower Your Mind for Success. Uh, it's a private group, so but just put your request in. I'll see it and approve you to come in. And we have a lot of good stuff there as well. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.